When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, we're back? We're back, man. Oh, well, we are back. If only the listeners could hear what we just talked about. I know. It was, so it was hilarious. It was so good. What they missed was that we're presented by the Breckenridge Brewery Fun Slinger. The Fun Slinger. <laughs> it's really fun. You didn't, get my, you didn't get my organic reaction no, to right, Fun Slinger. Right. But you could rewind see his facial expressions that's yeah. that's fun fun song fun singer is good it's got that yair stamp wow. of approval it's a crushable light lager what could be better check out the beer locator nice h and h as they're known at the company never been called that once never. um we don't do this often <laughs> are you yeah. going by henry or hank these days oh dealer's choice whatever you want okay we'll go with hank based today. on the vibe cool. love that it's a hank vibe today we might get some snow Harrison, is that why you were late for this here show? Definitely not. I was late Hell because yeah. there's nowhere to park in uh, our parking lot. That should be for employees. That's yep. maybe not. Nobody knows. Um, right, there's right. a porta potty in one of the spots right now <laughs> that's taking that up. I parked in like the spot on the end that's like half a oh, spot, but yeah. not really. I feel like I'm going to yeah. get clipped by somebody coming around the end. Yeah, um, you don't love that. You don't love but that. But that's what I had to do. Well, you know, desperate times call for mm-hmm. desperate measures. Big the, upset, Harrison, not being late because there might be snow later. Right, <laughs> right. Upset. It is a big yeah. upset. The yeah. handicappers had put some short odds on that one. I assumed you were late because you don't skip steps. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, is that motto too old? Do I need um, to scrap I don't the know. whole I've podcast? I've skipped steps the first whatever six seven years of my media career. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down to skip some steps now. Hell yeah! See, I that's so. a true. That's yeah. Nuggets in 2022 kind of guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Henry on the done other done with hand. the sk- don't skip steps era. Ready to let's go climb atop the final <sighs> step. All in Finally. on the two steps at a time. When you get a little older, yep. you start to do two steps at a time. Uh. It's fun. Until mm-hmm. then, you fall and chip your yeah. chin or a tooth or something. My three years of steps in Boulder were enough. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. You didn't. A lot of steps. You didn't skip any steps, but you also didn't climb any steps. I don't think. It's true. Just like, <laughs> like walk straight forward. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Just a, a somewhat downward plateau of sorts. <laughs> much, much like yeah. Buffs football. Pra- praise anyone you believe in that we aren't here to talk about Buffs football. Oh, thank God. But Henry. Uh, you're covering a team that skipped steps previously and is now maybe retracing some steps. What's on wow. the skip stepping scale? Where are the Broncos after this Bradley Chubb? That's trade? a really tough question. I hadn't really mm. thought of this in steps perspective. Yep, I think yep. Steps don't That's even really apply. For. Okay. Like, is trading for Russell Wilson skipping steps? The hmm. NFL is different. It man. is the right? NFL. You have to skip steps. Yeah. 
I, I think it is actually. Or try to know. develop a quarterback and not skip steps. Yeah, it's that just so work. different. Like the Buffalo Bills. I, I think you know. can make the argument that it isn't and isn't because like mm-hmm. the final step or just one of the steps can mm-hmm. be going out and just getting a quarterback, yes. which is what the Broncos thought they were doing. Right. Yes. Turns Instead out that, that some... wasn't the final step. They were still a couple steps yeah. away yeah. from the final not step. Not skipping steps could also be drafting and developing a quarterback. True. That would be like the, the easiest definition. Like I'm... that's what the Rams tried to do, but they eventually had to go get a quarterback. Exactly. Right. Um, Bradley right. Chubb, though, they trade in, we should say, pick up a first round pick, pick up a fourth round pick next year. Good. Also Good. give up a it. fifth round pick the year after that. They did. And they get did. Chase Edmonds, too, who... It's the second biggest contract of any running back this offseason. Wow. He hasn't really played like it. That's the nicest thing you can say about Goodness. him. Goodness. Wow. Is he good? Um, See, so that's the issue, is that they paid him a lot of money, but then he oh, hasn't wow. really been good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, so uh, for his career, though, I mean, 1,600 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. Like, good third down back. If they're riding with Latavius Murray, Melvin Gordon, that's a, a good piece to add. Um, overall, we can just start here. It's a good deal. Is it skipping steps, though? I think you were right. It's kind of reversing steps. Right. You're moving backwards. It's kind of like we thought we were ready to go all in. You know what? We're going we're gonna to kind of back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing one. board, yes. Mm-hmm. Or is it just a classic trade where you had depth at edge <laughs> and you need more talent on offense and yeah. you, know, you need more cost-controlled guys, so you're yep. going after rookie contracts? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a simpler way to look. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. I mean... The Broncos thought they were going to potentially win a Super Bowl this year. That's how this roster was built. Yep. That's obviously not happening. Nope. Mm. So what you do in the NFL is you just try to plan for next year. They obviously mm. didn't want to pay Bradley Chubb. They didn't want to give him the contract extension. They got a first rounder for him. I think it's a good trade. Like yep. I, th- I think it's a smart trade for the Broncos also. Yep. The only downside to it is uh, Russell Wilson's not getting any younger. And you're now living so in true. the Russell like the Wilson era, which is going to go another three years minimum, mm. but probably at least four years and up to seven. And, you know, I, I, I don't like the idea of pushing your timeline back by getting rid of a 26-year-old yeah. who's on a Pro Bowl pace for, a, for, for likely a 21, 22-year-old next year yeah. who maybe a couple years down the line turns out to be somebody who's really helping you make a push. I just think in a lot of ways the NFL is a year-to-year sport. Yep. Oh, it is. It's like... You'll they'll remake their roster to win next year, yeah. next summer. You know, next off season. Yeah, now you kind of have the pieces to do it. Yeah, or you have a first some. round pick that you yep. can do. You can draft somebody. You know, first round rookies they make an impact in the they NFL. Do. We all know that. Um, or you can true. put it in a package to trade for somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. is this a punt on this season then? I think a real punt would the be trading done. Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason I mean, not come to on. punt. I mean, what? Season's you, done. You can go six and three the rest of the way and have a chance of making the playoffs. You can go seven and two and have and be confident you would. Yeah. There's no reason to think they're going seven and two, especially when the schedule is about to get way tougher. I mean, you've got two games against the Chiefs. You haven't beat the Chiefs in six years. <laughs> there's the two done, losses Hank. right yeah. there. Exactly. Season's done. So the season is oh, basically well. done. Um, Sunny side up Harrison here with. But I'm just, I mean, I just tell it how it is. I know how it is. Frankly, they're haunted by losses to the Jets yeah. and Chargers and Raiders, who are all teams yeah. like that are right there. I mean, not so much the Raiders. But. I think I think there's going to be one nine and eight team that gets to the playoffs. There's going to be like three that don't, and 
if you were living in a world where five and four get you to that point, you're like, ah, oh, no, it's not totally dumb. But when you need six and three just to have your hat in the ring, like hope, hope for a 20% chance, yeah. that's just not a good place to be. Yeah. And so with that 20% chance kind of mm-hmm. being slim, you, uh, you reassess and you trade Bradley Chubb. Yep. But what they didn't do out. is, you know, trade Dalton Reisner, who I would have traded. They yeah, didn't trade yeah, Jerry Judy. Yeah. They didn't trade Kareem Jackson, who's potentially playing his last year. He's 34 years mm. old. So there were a bunch of other players that they could have gotten rid of. And that's why I don't see it as a punt. Although the, the season is basically over and they did trade away one of their best players. It's almost like George Payton is trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. while also not trying to look like a total shit show for his new owner. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's what part it looked it. like to me. Yep. It's like we have to do the right trade mm-hmm. and trade B- Bradley Chubb, but we can't just go out and lose the rest of our games because then I might actually get fired. Exactly. And on top of that, just football wise, like going from a five win team to a playoff team is not easy to do. And every year there's some weird turnaround somewhere where that yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. But if you can at least, I don't know, like you don't need to find a way to be a good offense, but if you can just put up, you know, 20 points a game the rest of the season, find a way to win six, seven, maybe yeah. even eight games, then you at least feel like a couple good moves this offseason. You should be a playoff team. Yeah, at least be in the race. It'd be nice. That That's the goal, though. That's where we're tracking with yep. this trade, huh? Yep. And so then looking forward at this pick, and you're obviously not high on Chase Edmonds. Well, I think is <laughs> yeah. a nice little, yeah, I mean, nice yeah. little scat back. I mean, yeah. uh, he's had his is moments. He, he's had his is moments. he in the mix next year? He's so. Well, I mean, Javante Williams. What is he? I mean, if it was a straight ACL tear, you'd say he's probably out the first two weeks next yeah. year, or something like that. When you have the PLC in there too. That's that's a lot tougher to come back from, and I mean it's worth asking: Is he ever going to be himself with an injury right, like that? Right, um, but more likely, he's out at least the first month of the season. You're going to so, need something yeah. there. So Melvin, at the beginning of the season, he'll be in the mix. You would think, but yeah. the way the contract sets up, they can either keep him next year and pay him six million bucks, or they can cut him and not pay him anything. Mm. So it it basically works like a team option, and you could do something in between where you say like we'll give him a million and a half to pay, play these first four weeks, then flip him or cut him or something like that. Um, but I would guess that he's going to be in the mix. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, interesting with this draft pick to think of where they're going to go mm-hmm. to strengthen the team next year, mm-hmm. because you assume it's offense, <laughs> offense, <laughs> quarterback could be. Is that a crazy idea. spicy. It is. is it crazy to draft a quarterback uh, early? I mean, you have to give him at least one more year. Like you have to give Russell at least one more year because otherwise totally. you're just you're screwed. You're, totally. you're basically saying we're screwed. We're about to pay this man this much money, and then th- three, four years from now, pay another fifty million bucks just to get out of it. Like you, you've you've got to find a way to make it work. With the caveat what do you think, of Dre? if 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 like say Bryce Young were to drop to them, then I How think you, you need to up? you need to consider. I don't think it'd be the worst idea. Yeah, I yeah. mean the. There'll be some Hendon Hooker conversations, I think. I don't know but, who that is, but uh, he's lighting the college football world on fire with Tennessee. One. He'd he'd oh, be the, he's the Tennessee guy. Okay. He'd be the Heisman favorite right now. <laughs> yep. Tennessee guy. Well, Tennessee guy. <laughs> I mean, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, feels like O line scenario. They could add a lot of talent. I think that's the easy one. I first of all, you separate offense defense where they need talent. 
obviously the offense. It's obviously mm. the offense. Then you look across the offense and say, well, you, you do have Javante Williams at running back. You don't really want to draft a running back in the first round anyway. Right, you look but at the receivers. It, I mean, who knows? But yeah. I, I wouldn't expect that. Receivers, you have Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, putting more assets right. into Patrick that. Tim Patrick comes back. Exactly. Right. Mm. It just doesn't really make that much sense, although it, it is possible. Um, tight end, Greg Dulcich Right, looks you're good. enjoying Dulcich. So, I mean, quarterback, we had that talk. All signs point toward offensive line. And there's some good tackles in this class. Mm. I finally, I've been slacking on the draft pod. I finally like went and looked at a mock draft just to see who's actually in the first round. There's there's a couple tackles nice. in that range. It's a good tackle class. Good Love tackle. a good yeah. tackle. Wouldn't yeah, that be might, boring though? Might get a good I guard. I mean, yeah, you know? but it's usually the right pick. Exactly. A lot of times the right pick's the boring pick. It's just like in the, in the Madden League. So every year we have the draft at the beginning of the year. You go like 20 rounds. You pick <laughs> yeah. all your players. My policy is if there's nobody who really jumps out to you, just get somebody in the trenches. Just offensive lineman, defensive mm. lineman. You're not going to regret it. it. Just it's just well, a nice, smart, reasonable thing in to Madden. do. In Madden, and I think here too. And here <laughs> you too, might regret and here it. Too, and here too. I mean, you you wind up with like I mentioned. I would have traded Dalton Reisner. And it's not because he's a bad player. It's because this offensive line isn't working. His contract expires at the end of the year. You just have to shake something up and try something new, and that's an obvious place where you can do it, yeah. especially when he's probably going to go get paid by somebody else because offensive linemen always get overpaid. Mm -hmm. um, so if you could have gotten something there, I would have loved it. For that same reason, just bring in a lineman, add another piece here, hope something clicks. You've got Quinn Miners playing awesome. Garrett Bowles is himself and he's here for I mean I guess they could move on this offseason he's another one who's not getting any younger fun true. fact true he's 31 or better yeah or, or better. better but or better. the thing is it's just the penalties like he's a he's a that's above, a pretty big thing above, exactly <laughs> but they disappeared last year they disappeared last year and then came back again it's if if you just get some penalty luck with him because I feel like that's because luck sure. gets him into like oh yeah he's an he's an above average tackle sure. to potentially good tackle if he gets a lot of penalty luck or just stops holding guys. Um, but you could have three good pieces that you're excited about. Um, I think offensive line really jumps out. Yeah, um, definitely does. It actually feels like a class without like a tippy top guy that's going to go top 10. Huh, okay. But there might be several guys who are kind of hovering around that 20th pick. Perfect. I mean, we'll see how the Niners pick falls. Like it'd be 20th right now. I hmm. I don't know. Like they could yeah. make a run, right? Um, with McCaffrey and stuff, I can feel it in my guts that a like absolutely amazing wide receiver will be av available at that pick, and they won't take him because of the reasons you just mentioned. Yeah. I can also, I'm very fearful that the value will line up for a defensive back, and George Payton has a defensive back fetish, yeah, mm -hmm. and will add more talent on defense, and we'll all just. I mean, it's All intriguing. Right, right. Who I mean, among us doesn't have a deep? I, I, there's plenty could, of options I love. Totally. The, uh, you could get off of Ronald Darby this offseason. Yep. He's been hurt a lot, yep. so it kind of makes sense. He's been good when he's played, but that's a decision you have to make. He has an if out that's the in case, his contract. Yeah. yeah, you have Damari Mathis, who has mm -hmm. looked better since mm -hmm. the four mm -hmm. pass interferences in his first game, but that also is a thing that happened. It means that it's pretty easy to get better. You could just go after another corner to put opposite Pat Sertan. Right. And that would be really exciting. Then all of a sudden you have two great corners. You have Caden Stearns probably filling in for Kareem Jackson. You've got Justin Simmons back there. But can you really justify investing more in this defense? I know. No. It's a tough No, you can't. You, you can't. can't. You're it's putting up 15 points a game. Yeah. I think there just 16, seems though. to be a little mistrust with Russ and the offense right now. 
Like, yeah. I think he's seen ghosts. Like, clearly his yes. wide receivers and him not always on the same page. Uh, no running game. No running game. Maybe not a ton of trust to just throw it up and let guys go get it. And when he does throw it up, it's nowhere near the receiver. There have been a couple of these lobs down there right to a guy. He's like, Look, what is man, happening? I, I heard all offseason about how great this offense was going to be because of the weapons that <sighs> yep. the Broncos had. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, the new tight end, um, the running backs. Mm-hmm. And it obviously hasn't happened. The biggest reason why, in my opinion, is because Russell Wilson just sucks. He's just not very good. The second biggest reason why is because Nathaniel Hackett might not know what he's doing. But the biggest reason why, I think, is because Russell Wilson is just not that. He's just not that anymore. Not that guy. So I'm not willing to say Russell Wilson sucks. I am willing to say Russell Wilson has sucked so far. Like I'm not. So I think on the field, he has not been good. I mean, it's still Russell Wilson. Like the guy's gone to Pro Bowl. He still has the same name. I know, but it's like it's nine straight (laughs) Pro Bowls. He's been to Super Bowls. Like there's been so many things that he's done so well. Like he can't just be terrible now. I don't know, man. He's looked really (laughs) bad this year. Yes. The other thing is all the old quarterbacks are looking bad this year. True. Yeah. Like it just kind of feels Tom Brady, Aaron like Rodgers. it's been the end of the line Who, for a I lot mean, of these dudes. Russell Wilson has never been in the same tier as Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Right. Like I think I that's mean, important to say. He has not. He's yeah. had he I think there was a two year stretch where he was going to Super Bowls where he wasn't that tier. So you think like if somebody said, Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, they'd have to think about it. Back in like whenever the Legion of Boom and stuff like that was, yes. Okay. I would never have. I'm with you. I there's don't think a, he was a, in there's that There's a gap. There's yeah. a gap. Fair enough. Um, but still. Trying Let's to think see. of NBA superstars who just kind of lost it. Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell like, Westbrook. Uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> 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 Those Russians. Just kind of went It's funny, hill. man. Like, Chris Paul lost it for a year he and did. then got it back. Yep. James Harden's kind of, like, he went from, like, yeah. MVP yeah. top three finalist to, like, wow, he's a joke. Yeah. He really he is a joke. Well, I mean, he's kind of good again, though. He's efficient. He's effective. <laughs> he's good when he wants to be. In the NBA, you can really just turn it on and turn it off so easily, I feel like. In the NFL, there's obviously a lot more that goes into it. Mm-hmm. NBA is such more of an individual sport. Who, Who is the Russell Wilson comparison in the NBA? Man, that's a good question. It Thank might you. just be Russell Westbrook. Gary Payton yeah. when he went to the Lakers. Oh, wow. Like I can't speak to that. Off a cliff. Yeah, like Carmelo. Uh-huh, yeah. But I don't think either of those guys was supposed to be as good as no, Russell Wilson no, you're right. was supposed to be when he got the You're Denver. right. You're exactly right. I mean, Russell Westbrook was still, like, an all-star. Is it happening with AD? It could be. Huh. That's a good one. I hate that guy. It could definitely yeah. be happening with Anthony Davis. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, though, like, he was definitely on the decline. Okay. You know, before this year. He, he's been on yeah. the decline you know he, he was went terrible to, last he year. went to Houston he was obviously on the decline there Washington yeah he's I been on the decline Washington. these last few years for sure and even when he was good like his play style wasn't exactly efficient yeah you know if you like Harrison Wind are tracking the decline and recline of NBA superstars like Russell Westbrook like James Harden you can take your knowledge and apply it on an official sports betting partner of the NBA, DraftKings Sportsbook, the best sportsbook in all the land. Boost galore right now with all the sports going on at once. 
Um, it's just a great time to be a user on the DraftKings Sportsbook. New users right now to commemorate the NBA being back Yay. can bet $5 <laughs> on any NBA money line to win $200 in free bets. Uh, you don't sound too excited, Harrison. Well, I mean, the biggest stories in the NBA have been Kyrie Irving promoting an yep. anti-Semitic movie. It's true. It's true. Ime Udoka getting suspended yeah, and then true. now yep. rehired. Yep. And Josh Primo exposing himself to a team psychologist. Josh Primo, that was not... Those have been the three biggest stories Dude, in the NBA. That surprised me. That surprised me. And Robert Sarver me. selling the Suns. That's, That's also yep, a yep. story going on. I feel like the NBA has kind of trended that way. Or it's like yeah. before... It's just been like <laughs> drama, drama, drama. But the drama's kind of twisted this way, this way. And now we're just hitting the peak of... Yeah, like, NBA pretty depressing. Is just gross. Yeah. Pretty depressing, but not to bet on DraftKings that's, Sports. That's a way to make it more fun for sure. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DMVR. Make any five dollar bet this week and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's promo code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um. Russell Wilson might be um, on a Ben Simmons trajectory. Oh, wow. Jeez. That's wow. harsh, Harrison. That would Sean be Kemp, he went to the Cavs. Kind of fell off a cliff. Yeah. Sean Kemp might be a good one. I was trying to think of a modern day one. Mm, the Matrix. Amari, but, I mean, when he, he went to He was still York, great for that first injury, year, at least, right, when he that got was to the injuries. That was injuries. Um New partner alert, game time. Get all your hottest tickets at the yes. best uh, ticketing mm. app in all the land. I actually think you can find some sweet deals slowly but surely on Broncos, Henry. We're getting there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get them for like 40 bucks. It's a great time to be, uh, you know, partner with game time because Nuggets tickets are going to be amazing. Yep. yep. They have the best last second deals. You can find just, you know, some great prices on that app. The app is great to use. Um, and also some great customer service for them as well. I have really enjoyed it. I took my uh, my daughter with the rest of the MVR crew to her first Rockies game. There you go. It's, uh, you know, lots of good times. We got to get her up to Folsom. We got to get her up to Folsom. She mm. really wants to see a Broncos game. Game time can make it happen. It just feels like a long time commitment with a four and a half year old you know probably don't go to Folsom this weekend yeah. for Oregon probably not a great experience for your first game but maybe we just stay for two <laughs> quarters and we don't feel bad about it or maybe yeah, you not, can teach to be a duck fan a duck fan why would that you say that sounds well, I mean like a good idea. they'd have fun probably right yeah. and you can find Oregon tickets on game time I'm sure Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, they have great deals. If you love DNVR, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description here on this YouTube episode. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app mm -hmm. and score the best seats to all your favorite events. All right, Gene, DM me. DM me about that code. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll get to the bottom of it. There you go. DM Gene. me about that. Yeah. Gene's going to get you. Uh, Harrison will get you figured out, uh, Gene. Yeah. That's the Harrison win promise right there. I will. The Harrison win guarantee. Um, Harrison, lately you're not skipping steps anymore as a Nuggets reporter. But I don't really care about your not skipping steps trades that you've covered. I care about the Bradley Chubb layout where you, you sell a vet, you go mm -hmm. in on the future, and it works out with some spicy picks or doesn't work out. Um, I don't know that you've had too many in your tenure as a Nuggets reporter, but we have some in Nuggets history 
that stand out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Nuggets haven't really, like, skipped steps. <laughs> right. It's more they, like yeah. pick swaps. Well, in the Tim most. Conley era, you know, we just held on to everybody. Yep. That's <laughs> true. We never traded anyone. <laughs> I mean, it's really <laughs> true. Until it was too late. Yep. And even in Nuggets history, like, Mutombo just leaves... David Thompson, you know, things kind of go around. There and Gordon trade was like, the biggest trade Tim Conley made. Yep. Right, right. And that's a deadline trade. Yeah. Yeah. Biner selling out the deadline. There's a there's a case to be made it for it. While I was doing research, I came across a bleacher report with the ten craziest NBA trades of all time. Wow. Wow. And it mentioned the Antonio Is that a slideshow? <laughs> <laughs> it mentioned the, uh, luckily at the top is Antonio McDice for Marcus Camby and the Nene pick. That one worked out. Kiki Vandaway, I think he's a month on the job. And that's that's where it all started mm. to the Knicks. And uh, those were kind of key pieces for the mellow year right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. It's a great trade. It was, was that, a great th trade. That was the McDice trade? McDice trade. Well, wasn't McDice just nothing after that? No, he was yeah. nothing. He they, was hurt in Denver. Then he just yep. kept getting hurt the rest of his career. And right. then he got traded back to the Nuggets, right? Was he part of the Mello trade? No. No, no, no. no, no. Which no. trade just, was he? He just ended he up. He was pre-Mello. They also gave him the 25th overall pick, which became Frank Williams. So pretty not up to date on him pretty benign he did not work out um yeah i mean that did turn out to be a great trade for the nuggets i mean marcus Camby, he won huge. defensive player of the year and with the nuggets right yeah i mean that was the starting front court for that team for a while because kmart could never stay healthy right hmm. yeah and like nene was kind of a key piece and they chose exactly the right time to dump mcdice yep you know yep. so that, that that was a trade that worked out great for denver yeah absolutely Famously, they have two picks in the top nine in that draft. One is uh, Shkita at five. Let's forget about that one. Nene at nine. <laughs> and I think Amari Stoudemire goes 13th overall. Mm. Nene had a great career. Probably one of the more underrated nuggets of all time. Absolutely. I loved um, his little Tom I think he dunks. still is in Denver a lot as well. Is that? Oh, I think he married a Coloradoan. Yeah. 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 Um. Hard to find. We can't say that. <laughs> I did not marry married Colorado. to a Coloradoan. Um, and then, of course, the Mellow trade is the one that stands out most. And you don't think of that as a vet for picks, but really the most valuable asset mm -hmm. in that entire trade ends up being the final piece, the pick swap that gets them Jamal Murray. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the Mellow trade, man, like looking back on it, it was really... I feel like the time to be alive. It was a great trade for the Nuggets. In retrospect, amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The fact that Melo made it so known that he wants to go to the Knicks and that Masai Ujiri, who, like um, Kiki Vandaway, yeah. was just coming right, into the job. Right, you're right. The yeah. fact that Masai Ujiri, as a guy who had never been the top decision maker mm -hmm. for an NBA team before, was able to get that out of the Knicks. Now, I don't know if there's another team who he could have gotten that out of. The Knicks are just inept when it comes yep, to right. a lot of their front office dealings. I remember the only other trade on the table was like the Nets trying it was to offer Nets. some picks and Derek yeah. favors, but which thank God they didn't take that yes. I don't think that trade would have ever happened because Melo no. did not want to go there. He wanted to go to the Knicks. And it was that trade is so monumental because it was like the Nuggets got such a haul for Carmelo Anthony. Even today, you don't see superstars 
getting traded for that much. Only Rudy Gobert. Only yeah, Rudy I mean, Gobert. <laughs> our friend Tim Conley might have changed that. Tim Conley's kind of reset the market <laughs> yeah, on that. Yeah. But before Gobert, you really did not see superstars get traded for that kind of haul. And that was also kind of the low-key start of the player empowerment era with mm-hmm. Car- Big time. Definitely. Carmelo Big saying, time, like, very publicly voicing that he wants to go to the Knicks. That's where he ended up. Mm-hmm. That's how it happens now. A star player pretty yep. much says they want out and publicly says where they want to get traded or publicly signals it and they usually get traded there that's just how it works in the great league of the nba um but that was an incredible haul that the nuggets got for Carmelo anthony and it kept them very competitive mm-hmm. and also set them up for the future yeah i mean you get four rotational players in mozgov gallo Ray Felton and Wilson Chandler, and yep. then there was at least another first rounder in the mix there that I can't. Maybe that's the Moutier pick. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Um, no, I think the Moutier pick was their pick because they were really bad. The yeah, previous they year. were really bad. The other one that stands out is them trading uh, Nick Van Exel and Ray Friends as Mark Cuban, first time owner, trying to make a splash. The Classic. return on mm-hmm. either of those is not. Great, but hey, at least they tried. Yeah. Ray friends, but he was before his time. Oh, Ray friends, if he came into he the was. league 15 years later, he might have had a spot. Would modern medicine have advanced enough to keep Rafe uh, together? Oh, that's I, the big I was just thinking though. from like a stretch five element. <laughs> right. No, I agree. You I know, agree. he could shoot the rock. That was kind of the low key check comp. him and sean bradley that's hilarious felt like massive red flags to me but i think the mellow trade similar to the chubb trade and we could talk about the duchene trade as one of the um great examples of the avs doing this and the rockies lately haven't been great about this is uh when your time comes you need to know when to make a move and Mm -hmm. like right take the losses where they come and just try to maximize the package you can get. Yeah. Yep. How you can really screw yourself as a GM is exactly what you said. When you hang on for too long, when you hang on for too long and you convince yourself, like it would have been really bad if George Payton was trying to convince himself that the Broncos could win the Super Bowl this year or even make the playoffs. Because if he did, he might've held on to Bradley Chubb. Yep. And the big thing is the contract. Yeah. I mean, it, when you're, it's five years, 110 million dollars, 68, I think, 63 million guaranteed. Yeah, like you just can't give that out. And and the option was you can either keep Bradley Chubb, franchise tag him this off season, get him on your roster for one more year for 20 million bucks, and uh, then you go through next season. You can move him at the trade deadline, probably not for more than you got, mm-hmm. maybe for less if things don't go well. Um, or just hold on to and say we're riding out this season and going all in on this season, which seems like it'd be unlikely to want to do that. And then there's the fact that he could just hold out in the offseason, say he wants the contract, like just take the package, move on. It's a good deal. Oh, also, Antonio McDice was part of the AI Chauncey Billups trade. Oh, He's got bought out. Oh, yeah. That was at the very, very end of his career, probably. It was, yeah. Yeah. Right, AI gets sent to Detroit, yeah, and Chauncey comes here. The AI trade was big, too. It was huge. It's kind of the other way, though. Yep, exactly. Yep. I, kind of no picks involved in any of that. Yeah, what was it, Iverson Kiki. for Phillips? And yeah. Kiki let go of all those picks once he was there. 
they didn't draft. Huh. It was yeah. like well, George Carl hated rookies, right? So he knew right. like if I drafted somebody, <laughs> um, they're never gonna play. From Nene yeah. to Ty Lawson, there is a massive gap of them. Yeah. Like they just really punted on the draft anyone. Yeah. with George Carl. They really did, yeah. and their depth was horrendous. Yeah, like horrible. It's not a bad call when you're a good team, though. I mean, it. How often do you see teams yeah, go in there where there's yeah. like rookies contribute on championships? Like usually there's like one. Yeah. And one young guy who's factoring in. And it's mostly just guys who've been around, you know, like yeah. a, a KCP yeah. Yeah. for the Nuggets. Or for a while it was like Kyle Korver just happened to be on all those teams. Like it felt like there's all these veterans that are just filling the roles that rookies could. Yeah, absolutely. I think some teams can operate that way. The Lakers, yeah, the 76ers, the, yeah. Yeah. the Nets. But... If you're not one of those teams, I think you got to keep the pipeline going. You got to yeah. have a couple guys in the pipeline that you can turn into cheap mm -hmm. For off sure. the bench guys. Mm -hmm. In the NBA, it's not the big in the NFL, it's not the big market that dictates that. It's having the superstar quarterback and being able to convince mm -hmm. the veteran come come to us, we'll make a last run like DeMarcus Ware with Peyton, you know. Yep. Uh take the low market value to come with us, Well Swelker, yep. and we'll make it happen. And of course, the other way is like what the Avs were doing last year, where they're trading picks, they're trading prospects. Justin Barron comes for Arturi Lekkinen, and that was huge yes. in making that final run. Um, moving on to the Avs, they're the best example of this. It's technically not Denver sports, but it is the ultimate example of this kind of trade is last couple of years before they moved to Denver. The Nordiques trade superstar Eric Lindros, first overall pick a couple years ago. He was supposed to be the absolute next great thing in hockey. Wins the MVP, but injuries kind of get him, never wins championships. And they end up trading, getting Mike Ritchie and Peter Forsberg straight up. Mm -hmm. A ton of other pieces, one that they ship straight up for Patrick Waugh, and another one that they ship straight up for Adam Detmarsh. So that, I mean, that trade built the modern Avs. We just weren't part of it because it happened in Quebec. But that is the mm -hmm. ultimate. Like you trade one guy who's supposed to be a superstar but doesn't quite work out because of injuries and whatever else. Yeah. And you're able to parlay that into multiple yep. superstars yeah. from there. Um, and then the better example more recently is the Duchesne trade, which um, is similar to the Mellow trade where like Joe Sackick doesn't have the leverage. He's kind of forced into a corner, but he takes his time. He's patient. And the pick they get ends up being Bo Byram, who's obviously already grown into uh, being a key piece. You also get Sammy G straight up and uh, Shane Bowers, who is a uh, kind of one we of the We started talking about the abs and AJ just I walked know. into now, the office. Now I'm sweating. I'm that worried I said something wrong. the first time we had wrong. mentioned the yeah, abs. You're talking about Shane in front yeah. of the abs, guys. <laughs> it's incredible. AJ just pops in. That was great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah, you want to come yeah, on the show? A, you want to replace me for this segment? I don't know if you've seen this before. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Shane Bowers, my guy. I talked about him on the draft pod where we broke down the Kale McCarr class. I remember it well. Um, so, yeah, Av's kind of the best examples of that in both ways. It, it's Not crazy. so much like hanging on too long. Are hockey front offices the smartest front offices in sports? Okay, yeah. well, it's definitely not NBA front offices. <laughs> I think it's we not know that. NBA front offices, though. I think the big markets It's probably get... not NFL. 
Yeah, is it baseball? Baseball is such no a crapshoot. It's not the Rockies. It's great. The Rockies should be dominating this segment. Like they rebuilding be. through trading good players, but, but you, they don't even have one. You can't trade picks. You oh, can't really? trade picks in the MLB. Huh. That's still, for like, you still Can you imagine? Say, like, can you imagine how few draft picks the Rockies would have if they were able to <laughs> trade could, draft oh picks? Goodness. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be incredible. Um, like a draft pick trade, we have added Hassle Cattle back onto our mix of sponsors nice. and partnerships. They'd ruined my youngster for any other yeah. kind of steak. She couldn't eat it because she... Oh, she she's had, bougie now? Yeah, <laughs> she became a Wagyu steak consumer. How can you go back, Harrison? I frankly couldn't go back. <laughs> that's, it's like It, it feels like this you, wasn't made with butter embedded in my steak. Wagyu steak <laughs> is like... She's like, where's the marbling? <laughs> yeah, come on. It's insane how good their stuff is. Um they can they'll we're offering it at some tailgates it's just the best uh, i can't wait to have it back at the bar if you want to taste before purchasing you know come check it out at a dmvr tailgate and right now head to hasslecattlecompany.com to secure your bag of beef or get the old jalapeno uh sausages those were amazing mm-hmm. code dnvr 20 for 20 percent off your entire purchase that's dnvr 20 for 20 percent off and then Harrison, um, a favorite sponsor of ours, James Harden has suffered a right foot tendon. That's great. I That's not a that. favorite sponsor of ours. It's that Evaca TV well, sent now, you guys now out Now the to path Serbia. has really been laid for Joel Embiid to win MVP. Yes. I mean, this is working wow. out perfectly for, yes. wow. for the Embiid backers. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. That makes me sad, Harrison, unlike seeing you at Jokic's uh, stable. Yeah. Uh, horse mm-hmm. track uh, turning to the camera and saying this is unreal I can't believe it all thanks That's to our friends at Avaca TV yes. anything else you want to say on the documentary or uh... um, yeah I mean the Serbia doc is out 100 out. Invisible Threads you can watch on Avaca TV there was just a showing Incredible last stuff. night Yep. I think yep. the next showing is next week Yep. Um, no I think it's the coolest project we have ever done at DNVR yeah for sure full you- stop I think it is Maybe because I was a little bit involved in it. You were big <laughs> involved in it. Um, you yeah. were interviewed by Serbian national TV. Yeah, that was crazy. We did go on like the morning show. You learned Two a lot about Serbian basketball Serbia. history. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a great doc. It's I stuff. think it's the coolest thing we've done at DNVR. And um, I, don't, I think it's unlike anything anybody has done in sports media. Mm-hmm. <sighs> No more said than that. Go check out more info for showings, all the great spotlights and live pods they did from Serbia. We've got a nice little banner on ddmvr.com. And then um, to check all this out um, with Ivaka, E-V-C-O-A dot TV slash DNVR to watch your favorite Colorado sports. Yeah, they also carry Altitude TV and everything else to have you yeah. set. Um, it's the only place where you can watch the documentary right now. Yep. And you it also really get the nuggets. Exclusive. Yep. It's incredible stuff. So um, there you go. Henry, we move on down memory lane to vets, four draft picks to the Broncos. This was harder to find because I don't know if we can even qualify John, the John Elway trade as this. He wasn't a vet. No, but they trade vets and picks oh. to get John Elway, who's technically a pick, but everyone knew John Elway was already the pick. And I mean, John, does John Elway really count in this discourse? You're not taking a swing on like the 20th overall pick. 
you're like, oh, that's John freaking Elway. I say that for the kids watching today. That was nice. Um, thank you. A nice gesture from me. Um, but it is, again, John Elway. Yeah. The I'm, chosen one. He was, what, rookie at that point? How long after the draft did they trade for him? It was, was it, it was I less than a week, right? I think it's within the... It, it, I'll stretch the window within a month of him having been drafted by the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, that's so garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not fans of the Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, here. they did trade vets. They traded the there rookie. Yeah. Eh, I mean... I think that's your ruling for Henry. a trade. I think right? it kind of qualifies. It qualifies as like trading for a good player, right? If what, it, if what it the qualifies. What exactly is the question, I guess? is the. <laughs> I mean, we've done the whole show on trading a vet for picks. I've given you tons so of no, examples from picks. abs and nuggets. This isn't picks. But it's a pick. The pick is John Elway. But he'd already, he'd been, already been drafted. Ruling stands doesn't <laughs> qualify. AJ, if that did qualify, more monumental for Denver sports, the Eric Lindros trade or the John Elway trade? Um, has to be AJ Elway. says John Elway, so there you go. Avs people can't get mad at me. AJ Hayfley said that. Um, TD acquired through a pick swap. Like wow. a higher fourth huh. for a fourth and a sixth, and that wow. sixth ends up being TD. Not bad. Not bad at all. Again, no vet involved, so it doesn't qualify. Sorry, Henry. I tricked you. You did trick yeah, me. Yeah, I got you. Good. Jay Cutler, however, does. Two first rounders, another lower pick, Kyle Orton. What's crazy is mm. the first first rounder becomes Robert Ayers. Not so good. Bust. Yeah, yep. bust. Um, in that it same, the second he was drafted. In yep. the, yes. In that same draft, they draft Sean Moreno. Yep. Kind of works out, not yeah, the hype we yeah, expected. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think pick. we can call him a bust. Right, right. What's Bad your pick, What's your best memory of No. Sean Moreno? Crying, him crying exactly. on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> him being like a reliable veteran back on that Super Bowl exactly. Fifty team. But Super, that's it. Super Bowl Forty Eight, right? Super Bowl Forty Eight. Yeah. Thank you, Henry. Thank you. Of course, yep. it's Super Bowl Forty Eight. Yeah, Super Bowl Fifty. Did the we camera go Audi Quattro? On it us. looks like it did. <laughs> Okay, it happens every now and then. That's oh no problem. Wow. Um, and then then you have Jay Cutler. Robert Ayers doesn't work out. They trade their own pick next year for Alfonso Smith. Worst trade oh, in Broncos yep. history. But Terrible. then that other Chicago pick, they trade down. They trade down again. They trade down once more. Oh, wow. Trade back up. Draft Demarius Thomas. And with Great all pick. those trade downs, they have more ammo to pick one Tim Tebow. And then wow. more of that ammo goes to Eric Decker in the third round. That Decker Tebow DT for Cutler. That's a hell of a that trade. A it's return. everything. That is a good return. That's yeah. almost mellow-like. <laughs> wow. What would, what, what would the Broncos record be right now if they had Jay Cutler from his last year in Denver instead of Russ? Way better than it is. I think so, too. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. No, way no, better. I think it's Russell five and three. Wilson yeah. is Those not good. Those teams were high scoring. <laughs> yeah, Jay the, Cutler was awesome. Caveat is, I think you need Mike Shanahan calling the plays, though. That sure. is true. Don't disregard Mike Shanahan's impact. I would never. Um, do we have Tony Scheffler and Eddie Royal? That's the bigger question. No, you, know, you Where's don't. Brandon Marshall? Like, like those guys. Because these receivers aren't going to cut it. I think the receivers might be the problem. 
Um, I was told we have great receivers. <laughs> I know. The whole I know. summer. I got you know in trouble what? for saying they might not be great. You know what happened is we were used to Decker and DT. We didn't know if they were great, but we were like, they're going to be great with Peyton. And they were. Yeah. So we've convinced ourselves we can just do that every time. Not that easy, Mr. Wind. Not that easy. Um, and then the Rockies can't trade draft picks, but... They did do a decent job of this with Matt Holiday, who they got cargo for, and Houston Street. Yep. But again, no picks. Um, Corey Dickerson, they swap him C-Dick. for a young prospect named Herman Marquez. Works good out. Trade. That is a good one. A rare good trade from the Rockies. They try that with Ubaldo. Doesn't quite work out. They try yeah. that with Nolan Arenado. Doesn't quite work oh, out. God. They try it with but Tulo. Did, did they try that with Nolan? Yeah, maybe <laughs> they, didn't they did. Try Fair enough, Harrison. Or were they just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah we'll be bad. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He wants to leave, go. They Let's try pay it his with salary. Tulo was maybe more maddening than Nolan. Like, they get yeah. veteran Jose Reyes. Tulo like, thought that so. That always was going to suck. That was. Um, but, hey, I'll still take that over what they did with John Gray and Trevor Story, which was... Just Diddly squat. Again, that right. one's for the kids. For the kids. Yep. Yeah, that is terrible. Like I said, like they should be leading this whole like trading to rebuild right. conversation, but they've they've mm-hmm. almost never hit on those you despite trying over and over again. You don't sit on your hands. You don't sit on your hands. They do. They do. So yeah. all that to say maybe George Payton did the right thing with Do you think George show. Payton's a good GM? Is George Payton a good GM? Yeah. I think he's good. Yeah. He's a good drafter. I think George yes. Payton is good. he good in the other areas of GMing, hiring a coach, free agency trades. That I think is more mm-hmm. an incomplete grade. I do feel like we yep. can give him a good grade as a drafter. More bad coaches are higher than good coaches, and that doesn't excuse and hiring Hackett. But you do have to that, factor in that that's what happens. What I just described for George Payton, that's kind of the book on Tim Conley, right? What? Yeah. Wait, like, describe it again. That he's a good drafter. Is he a good GM <laughs> as far as coaching, hires, trades? Michael Malone's free a good agency. Hire. Michael Malone yeah. was a good hire. I was on the fence about. And the Aaron Gordon trade was great. Yep. Yeah. Where? So there you go. He's made it happen. Where would you rank Michael Malone among NBA coaches? He top ten NBA coach. Top ten. See, I That's think the they're thing. like the top five best coaches in the league. The yep. bottom five, and then everybody else is pretty similar. Yep. I think he's in the group that's pretty similar. Like, I don't think he's a top five coach. Pretty mm-hmm. solid. Is yeah. Great yeah. He's a good coach. Mm-hmm. He's, he's good been coach. good. He's a solid he coach. I think the Nuggets can win a championship with him. Yep. I, I think he's a good coach there. There yeah. you go. That's uh. He's not Eric Spolstra, Steve Kerr. Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich? Uh, Greg Pop- I don't know if Greg Popovich is a top five is. coach. Anymore. I don't think he is. He wow. was forever, but I don't As know if he is anymore. As a wine taster, maybe he's in, he's in that top tier. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> shouts to Greg Popovich. Thank you, fellas, for doing this with me. Mm-hmm. It was a fun, you, uh, fun trip down memory lane. Skipping some steps, retracing mm-hmm. some steps. Very enjoyable all around. That's TDSP for you. We'll be back next week. 1990 was also the year that Drazen and Vladi had their... F-